Hello friends, it's Phil. And this is um this is the day before dad's funeral. Now, if some of you have been listening to the podcast over the last 30 days or so, you will have learned or you will know that my dad passed away. You'll also know that mum passed away relatively recently as well. She actually passed away during the COVID-19, just at the back end of the first lockdown. So her funeral and wake were, let's say, a little bit weird and very limited. So the anticipation is that dad's funeral is going to be kind of, I reckon, a bit of a double header a dad's and mum's funeral. I think for a lot of their friends <clears throat> and a lot of family, I think there's definitely a sense, or I certainly sense a feeling that this is the kind of the gathering, a huge, probably a, potentially a very large gathering of people actually in, I suspect in the hundreds, possibly. I think there will be. Um, to say goodbye to an era really so at the uh, on the day and i'll give you some of the context of the day is that we have a church mass because mum and dad or dad they say because it's his funeral was a catholic so there's going to be that but there's also probably going to be um quite a well attended church choir because dad was part of that for quite a few years and equally so there's going to be a male voice choir there as well, the Harrow Apollo male voice choir, because dad was part of that. And I think there's going to be 40 of them. And then there's going to be other people that know dad from, and mum from the past, past history, whether it's Ricelet, Pinner, London, work, Coutinians, rugby, wherever. Oh, and I suspect there will be a, a sporting contingent of some capacity. I don't know who. But we will see. We will see. Anyway, so there's Dad's funeral. And um, then there will be his, we will go to have his, the, the crematorium, to have the, the goodbye service, they say. And I've written the eulogy for the, the crematorium. My younger brother, Chris, has written the eulogy for the, for the, Church service. Sorry, I was just pondering there. So, there's lots and lots of many, many bits. Lots and lots, as you can imagine. Four siblings, eight grandchildren, and many, many friends. So, I thought this might be a worthy environment, the podcast that is, on its many channels to share the eulogy that I will be sharing with others. Kind of, it's the last run, the last rewrite, the last edit before the big day. And I was just asked 
very recently, I've just been on an assessment, a lawn care assessment, someone locally. I was just asked, am I nervous? Well, I don't think I am nervous as such. I'm sure on the day I will be very nervous and emotional. But there's a story to be told. And if there's one thing inside of this podcast that I'm embracing and every podcast I add to, and there is a future being told and a past being told in every podcast is that when we build lives and we build businesses and we build experiences and we build families, when when we build something, we tell a story sometimes. But look, the interesting thing about this daily-ish podcast is that the many vignettes and the many stories and the many listeners from around the world that listen to it will ultimately hear different things. So I think this one's an interesting one. This one is a pivotal point. This one is a, a story of the past and a story of the future. And if anything, I think it makes the business I'm building and the person I am and the people involved in what I do, I think it makes it incredibly human, incredibly real. Let's just say sometimes when we build businesses, they say we build them as transactional vehicles. We don't we we try and hide who we are, we try and minimize the humanity of our business to control it, to optimize it. But in the context of this, and this is only episode 214, is that this is today is the day where I'm preparing for tomorrow. And tomorrow is a day that I won't be doing the podcast. And I probably won't do it over the weekend because I don't do it over the weekends. And I think that's okay. But it's just, it, it's, a, it's a layer, it's a piece, it's a story, it's a vignette, it's a, it's reality leaping into what makes us who we are. It allows us to do what we do. So on that point, I have been working on lawns all week and next week is booked and there are assessments coming in and things are progressing gently, which is nice. But for now, this is the end of, <laughs> this is the end of the week. And tomorrow is dad's funeral. So I thought I'd give you insight into the story, let's say. So it's going to start like this. And then I will just continue. Hello, friends. Hello, dad. Let me speak for your wonderful children. Nick, Phil, Chris, Marianne and your eight Grandchildren, Jessica, Billy, Maddie, Angus, Blake, Dexter, Ellie and Bodie. Dad, you and Mum were married for over 50 years. You set the bar high with consistent commitment, connection, love and unity. And above all, you relentlessly shared your life with your friends and family. Dad, You'd prefer singing than to be silent. You said it was easier to get enthusiastic about singing because you always 
feel like you could do your bit. Well, Dad, you've done your bit, so let me take over from here. In order to prepare this speech, I read a lot, a lot of notes from Dad and notes from his friends to get a general picture of how Dad was regarded. A great family man with tireless commitment and wavering dedication, a larger-than-life character seemed to have been the words people most connected with him. A great leader also rang bells. He was so very committed and dedicated to his clubs and groups. On the other hand, as a family, we knew him as a fun and caring dad, an adventurer. A bit of a silly fool, if I'm honest, which I think he would have found a good summary of his best bits. You might have experienced him as the dancing horse for the Morris men. A rather strange commitment, but one he dedicated 100% of himself to. I think his dancing was more a gentle hop. His horse's head perhaps just a mask to give him the chance to live in a wondrous imaginary world. Most of all, we seem to all think Dad, Dennis, Coco the Clown and Den Den had an enormous capacity for giving and expecting nothing in return. I hope giving, joyful and larger than life, is how you will all remember him. Not gone, silent, only to be found and found near. The church altar resting in a box. Pick your favourite moment of him and remember him that way. The most caring, giving, big-hearted, larger-than-life character and funny fool any of us would meet. As a family, we pondered how we will remember him. Well, Dad had a passion for song and often said that he had an Irish leg and loved the Dumbliners. So I'm going to hand it over to them for the last words. Feel free to join in. I've been a world rover for many a year and I've spent all my money on whiskey and beer. But now I'm returning with gold in great store and I never will play the wild rover no more and it's no nay never no nay never no more will I play the wild rover no never no more and that my friends is probably how the eulogy is going to go and with my dyslexic brain, let's just say some of those words will probably change on the day. I may freestyle it from point to point, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, look, um, that's funeral is tomorrow. It's in Pinner at St. Luke's. Um, and afterwards, uh, we'll be going to a crematorium in Rice Lip, the Breakspear crematorium and then we will be having a celebration as dad would call it um at the rugby club harrow rugby club um where everyone's invited come along tell a story of 
if you know dad, if you, you knew dad, then come along and tell a story. It'd be great to hear. And maybe some of those stories from tomorrow will feature in another podcast or two. Who knows? Anyway, look, thanks for listening. As always, dear friends, wish me luck. Tomorrow is a big day. Ta-da. Take care. See you.